Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Just Being Amos Podcast. I have David Pickney with me on this podcast, and we're going to talk about the CW event, Crisis on Infinite Earths. We're also going to talk about the difference between the book and the TV series. I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Welcome to another episode of Just Being Amos. My guest is David, one of my best friends. You know David from up one of his podcasts he did early on in his uh, on his podcast and it first started. I think Spotify had you at number three on my thing, dude. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> no, it was number two. It was number two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was a gift nice- that keeps giving. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because it was like 2019. This is a rap on Spotify. They said, oh, these are the top three podcasts that have been streaming. I'm like, damn, this podcast was done three years ago. <laughs> yep. Like I said, it's a gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But Just remember you, that. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, um, I call you um, because we're going to talk about, I mean, it's going to be spoilers if you haven't seen this um, television, th- this big episode. Not episode, but a big event. On the CW called Crisis no, Earth, what is it? Crisis on Infinite Earths, yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's a five-parter. Um, I think they do this every year. Or when the, when they started out with this, when they started having more shows after Arrow, The Flash, and you had Legends of Tomorrow. Now you got Supergirl, Batwoman. I mean, <laughs> yeah, got a lot now. <laughs> it is a lot. It's a, it's a whole lot. No, I'm I have a little slight cold. I'm still doing this podcast. That's how dedicated I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> gotta talk about the crisis. Yeah, gotta talk about the crisis. So, yeah, man. So it's a five parter. So far, they put out three episodes. I think it was Arrow, The Flash, and one more. What was the other one? Uh, Batwoman. And Batwoman, which I like. That. I think that's a better episode. No, all of it's good. <laughs> all of it's good. good. Actually, good. actually, um. I'm not actually sure that if Arrow's aired. I think it was actually Batwoman, Supergirl, Flash. Oh, that's right. Supergirl yeah. was the first one. Mm-hmm. And then Batwoman, then Flash. That's right. Yeah. That's right. My fault. Yeah, yeah. Blame it on the cold. Yeah. It was all together, man. Like, damn, it's a lot going on. So, yeah. Um, so, this storyline is actually based off a 12-parter for DC Comics that was written by Marv Wolfman. And drawn by George Perez, mm-hmm. and um, it was in '85. Yeah, I think it was '85. So yeah, it was it was ba- it's based off that. It's loose, well, it's loosely based because you can't have all. They don't have all the characters in the comic book that's in the TV series. I don't think they did. Uh, no. So <laughs> I mean, the comic has basically everyone from the DC universe, <laughs> yeah, like right. absolutely everyone. But the CW did pretty good with pulling in all of, you know, the Arrowverse characters to kind of try to mimic the scale uh, that the the comic had. Because they they do not have the rights to the Batman. I mean, well, they couldn't do the Batman or, well, they couldn't do that. But we had the closest thing is Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I think it was that second episode we finally got, uh, got Bruce Wayne in. But, uh, 
So, but yeah, how do you want to talk about it? You want to talk about like the story overall, like the the spoilers, nitty gritty. What do you want to do? No, we're gonna do for my audience. We're gonna do a little spoilers. You know, because it's been out for three weeks now, I think, right? Three yeah. weeks. About about three weeks. Three weeks right now. So yeah, I think it have, started first of, like early December. Right. If you have not watched any of the episodes, I feel sorry for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be spoilers. <laughs> so, but let me give us um, a summary of like we said earlier. It's based off of a twelve-parter, a DC Comics. It deal with the multiverse of all the fifty-two Earth Earths. Yeah, Earths, mm. and and this thing called the Anti Monitor shows up, and what it is is destroying every parallel Earth. You know, each Earth is different. You know, same characters but different takes on the character. You, want, you understand what I'm saying? So it's, it's like history. It's the history, right? So you got this Superman right here. He might. Then you had this Superman over here. That's Earth Fifty Two, Superman Earth Sixteen, whatever. It's different variations. Now, I'm going to say different variations of those characters. So, yeah. So, that's what, that's the gist of it. So, we got to say the whole multiverse. Yeah, I think DC started his whole multiverse thing before Marvel. Uh, they might have. I mean, it's such a intricate part of the DC uh, history and, and mythos, especially um, within, you know, starting with, with Crisis. Right, um, right, right. Crisis really kind of made, you know, you kind of really started to get the scale of what the multiverse is. So, you know, like you said, you know, uh, the the shows about this, you know, is, is based off of the comic, and just like in the show where there's this kind of antimatter wave that's going through uh, the different universes and taking out all of the Earth, it's the same in the the comic. Um, they, you know, the themes are actually pretty. Uh, and and the big plot points are actually pretty close, um, but when you read the comic, you really see just like how the multiverse was just so like embedded in the fabric of what we <clears throat> see DC as today, you know. And, and even in like the uh, the CW shows, especially in the Flash, where they're going to different universes all the time, it's such a intricate piece of the the dc universe is having this this multiverse yeah i can, I can see that you're right about that the flash was the first to do it in a book i believe yeah and yeah he crossed over to another um jay garrick that's right right it was jay garrick and it, this was barry allen and he kind of crossed over into another um earth and this is in the comic book it's not in the tv series so let me get this get it right and I think that was early in the nineteen fifties, I guess, or sixties. I might be wrong, but it was it was the earliest stuff they put out there. Mm-hmm. He kind of did. I think he was the first to break it. And spoilers, he, he, in the in, in, in the um, twelve parter in the coming book, he actually died in the book. That Barry Allen. <laughs> yeah, they uh, you know. The the show, the, sorry, the the event. I think that's like I said, a good job of hitting these like big plot points. So it's supposed to be a five part. We got the first three. The next two episodes, uh, I think, are January fourteenth, twenty twenty. But the the show kind of hits a lot of these big moments, these classic moments from Crisis on Infinite Earths, and they kind of tweak them a little bit. Yeah, they really um, did. They they tweaked it a little bit. Yeah, so like the the Jay Garrett thing, you know, 
I guess this is also going to be spoilers for the Flash television show. Um, you know, the the monitor showed up and basically said that the Flash is going to die. vanish right. in or, or die in in the upcoming crisis. And you know, you read the comics, you know that Barry, as the Flash, um, sacrifices himself to help others while trying to take on the Anti Monitor. Um, and we get something very similar in right. the right. the TV sh- in the TV event where Jake Eric from, I guess Earth Two, is with Barry Allen from Earth One, and ends up being that Jake Eric that is that disappears. Um, trying to shut down an anti-monitor weapon. And it is just very one-for-one with the the comics, but allowing them to, like, not kill off all the characters that they need to keep for the CW show, but still allow them to do these set pieces that we, that are very, like, I guess, uh, famously known in in comics, which makes me wonder if Supergirl is going to have her moment, right? Yeah, right, because she died Um, in the books. Yeah. She also does saving people, you know, trying to stop the anti-monitor. But, you know, they can't really kill off Kara, per se, because then the CW show ends. Um, so it's interesting to see kind of how they, like, they tweak these things to make it, like, still suspenseful, but still keep all the, the interesting pieces. Yeah, I've noticed that because, like you said, they don't have a Batman. They got a Batwoman. So we got that, and you got... Um... You got the Supergirl. Now you got Superman also. Mm-hmm. But um, my question to you, man, what did you think about the first episode, though, dude? It was like, damn, I mean, it was spoilers alert right here. He, Green Arrow actually died. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, the first episode I thought was great. Because one, you know, it they, they brought in the characters that I was, you know, excited for them to bring in. So, like, Harbinger shows up. Harbinger is such a you know, integral piece to the 12 issue event from 85 monitors there. And then they bring in all of these characters from these other earths and you start to see the scale of the Arrowverse multiverse. Right. And, um, you got to see like clips from other shows. So like, which was amazing, dude. Yeah. Which was great. Like I was, I think they showed like earth 13 or something like that. Or, and it was Titans from, you know, the DC universe Titans show. Um, birds you know, of prey. Po- yeah. Birds of prey. Um, they started bringing in all these, you know, these properties, right. From other networks or other iterations of, you know, the live action DC stuff. And it really did make it suddenly feel like the Arrowverse was just so much bigger. It just made, everything feels so connected and then to your point about arrow like we all know that uh, cw arrow is ending this is their last season but i did not expect for him to go out in the first episode no, no like, i expected did. him to go out but i did not expect him to go out episode one i thought that was kind of crazy but no one did i'm like shit i'm like first episode yeah that like, was damn. insane to me that that was one of those like you know, you read the, like, even if you read the comics and you know, the, you know, what's happening on the CW shows and you know that, okay, Arrow's coming to an end, you know he's going to die. It was still impressive to me that they were still able to have me have, be surprised and have a cliffhanger all centered around things I should already know, right? Yeah. They, they kind of subvert those expectations. So that, that first episode, I thought, I thought was 
great, honestly. Um, seeing all the the characters come together in one room: Flash, Batwoman, Supergirl, you know, everyone. Um, and I don't know. It's just exciting to see the Harbinger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I see. What well, thing is, I have not been watching any of the shows this year, or I missed last year. But I, I watch. I got the gist of it because you know I read the book. So I mean. I got the gist of it. I think I need to go back and actually watch each episode to catch mm-hmm. up. I I'll just watch the big event, you know. That's what I, I what I did. I didn't go back and watch another not an episode for Legends or Flash. I don't even watch the Arrow anymore, dude. And I, um, and Supergirl. Yeah. I don't even watch Supergirl. So <clears throat> I don't. That's what I did. I just went into it, dive into the the event, because I had you know um, memories and what I read from the uh, twelve parter that I know it's not. Um, tip for tat because they switch things around, you know, because of properties and stuff like that. But yeah. I got the gist of it. Just going they, into it. <clears throat> they, I mean, they did a good job because you know I just recently finished reading Crisis. Um, they do a really good job of work, working with what they have on the CW and matching it with the comic. And a, a big part of that could be because. I think on some of the episodes, they actually have um, Marv Wolfman working on the episodes, which I think is great. Um, As a consultant? uh, I think he actually co-wrote one of the episodes. Um, And and I believe he is consulting as well, uh, which is great because that's how you're going to get that, you know, who better to have on your staff than the person that, did the original right 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 um so yeah that that first episode i think was really good they you know they brought in like the monitors towers and stuff like that they still brought in all like the like the uh anti-monitor shadow like demon guys that try to like take on these these towers and which is ultimately what ends up you know taking out uh oliver um you know, in that first episode, we also see kind of that passing the torch, right? Oliver gives the Green Arrow mantle uh, to to his daughter, right? Yeah, right. And we get this, and it was kind of cool to see Green Arrow and his daughter like fighting back to back against like the Monitor's shadows and whatnot, and having them team up with like the Flash and Superman and Supergirl and all that. It it, it felt like the early issues of the uh, the 12, 12 issue event. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. So yeah, like the first episode, man, it was uh, it was it was um it was big it was big. <laughs> like, what can you do after that? Like damn you yeah. get out with your main characters. But then that second episode showed up I mean um appeared on it was Batwoman. Yep. And um they actually showed um Kevin Conroy as Bruce Wayne. But yes. this Batman was a broken down Batman. You know, he he was like the Kingdom Come Batman, the way the suit was fit fitted him. Yeah, I, I think they got that that source material from that character there. Yeah, I think it's also important to say that the Superman that shows up is also Kingdom Come Superman. That's right. That's also right. Yeah, right. So uh, they got that, and and also, and this is more darker. Bruce Wayne, because I think he actually killed Superman on his Earth. <laughs> uh, yeah, they make it pretty clear that Batman took out Superman. Um, yeah. And the, whatever fight it was, more or less broke Bruce. 
like, like physically. So the the suit that Bruce is walking around in is not like a Batman suit. It's almost like an exoskeleton to allow Bruce to keep moving. Um, and just to rewind real quick, just in case people don't know, <laughs> Kevin Conroy is the voice actor oh, for Batman for Batman the Animated Series. So it's the first time to see Kevin Conroy actually be able to play a live-action Bruce Wayne. Right, right. right. Uh, I was so stoked about that, man. And I was very of, happy. Speaking of um, Batman Animated Series, dude, I just been... I, he also uh, voiced acting in Justice League and Justice League yeah. Unlimited. I binge-watched Justice League and Justice League Unlimited, dude. What's a, it's, it's very good. It's a great show, dog. <laughs> it's it a great very, very show. good. It's a great very show. Very good show. It was written uh, very well. Yeah, just like the animated series. And and uh, speaking of the animated series and the CW show, what I loved in the event was, so they go to all these Earths to basically, they're trying to find, the, I think they're called Paragons. Right. The monitor's like, there's seven Paragons that we need to find, and these are the seven that will basically, that we need in order to have the best chance to be able to take on the anti-monitor and stop the anti uh, antimatter wave that's destroying all these universes. So when they go to these universes, they tell you what Earth they're on. So when they go to the one with Kevin Conroy, um, I think it was like Earth 99 or something like that, yeah, refer- referencing, you know, when Batman the Animated Series was coming out. Um, and when they're on Earth 99, they'll play like, the Batman the animated series like theme, you theme, can like yeah. kind of hear it in the background. They would do things like that. That was great. You know, they, I think it was also in this same episode where, um, I forget, I think it was, uh, it was Lois. Was someone like that? It was, it was Lois and who else? Can't remember. Lois and someone else. Uh, oh, it was Lois and Iris go to another earth to try to go find, they're trying to find, um, oh, the Smallville. They're trying to find Superman, but one of the what I liked is the first Earth that um, actually Lois and Superman go to is Earth seventy five, and on the monitor, uh, like on this jumbo monitor, they look up and they see Lois holding Superman dead. It's very much an homage to the death of Superman. Doomsday. Yeah, but you know, it being. Earth 75 was good because I think that was also the year that um, uh, Superman died in. So they, they kind of bring in all these like nice little Easter eggs of uh, uh, all these Easter eggs for longtime comic fans. Yeah, they did. They did. They really did. They did. They, they did. They think. They really did. Um, but. Uh, and uh, and sorry, not year seventy five, issue seventy five, yeah. <laughs> uh, for for death of Superman. So they they do these things throughout all the entire event thus far, where you can pick up these Easter eggs that are a lot of fun. Yeah, I find it very fun too. So that was pretty big too. Also, they trying after Ali died um, at Green Arrow, they trying to bring him back. Hence the Lazarus pits. <laughs> the Lazarus Pits, man. That, yeah. Uh, so I was like, oh, okay, they back at that again. So who did they get? John Constantine. John Constantine. Yeah. <laughs> so what the the great part about that is with this character, he's dealing with the supernatural, right? So it was pretty cool to go to a Earth six six six, 
And who opened his door? Lucifer. <laughs> Lucifer Morningstar. I'm like, wow. Yep, they're pulling I, in everyone. They're putting everyone, dude. This is this is Lucifer before he became a Lucifer on his TV show. You know, he the, the try to do good. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is Lucifer. This is this is this is before he met the detective. So, right, right. So yeah, he, people owe him so many favors. I like I like when he comes to um, Green Arrow's door. He said, "What's your desire? What you know? What you desire?" <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that that group that he's going with to, you know, they. You know, I guess just to clarify, like they try to use the Lazarus to bring back Oliver, but like his body comes back, not the like, soul, but, his, but not the soul, right? Right, and that's why they go to Earth six six six, and I think it's um, this is is Oliver's daughter, White Canary, um, and John, and John Constantine, and, and Deagle, and Deagle, Deagle, and yeah. Deagle. And what I liked is when they go to the Lazarus pit. It's like in the old west. And Jonah Hex shows up. Yeah, um, <laughs> and uh, White connect like is Jonah Hex before he has the scar and like, they get into a fight. Yeah, you know, I think her name Sarah Lance is like kind of has the upper hand and makes some mention. It's like, well, you're going to get the scar anyway, Jonah, and like cuts his face. So you kind of get that fun nod to like the origin of. <laughs> you know, Jonah Hex's you know, disfiguration and whatnot, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that that was pretty cool too, man. Like I said, they put on everything, they put all the stops, dude. They're not mm-hmm. leaving nothing behind or they using every sources all the source material they can or character they can use that's available available to them, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> so I give them credit for that. See um Jeff Johns, uh what's his name? Uh Mark Guggenheim. Uh, yeah. Um, I hope I'm saying this game, this guy name. It started with a B. I can't think of it. Bertinelli is his last name. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they doing a big man. I mean, they they really are using any everything that they got at, at their disposal as far as characters. You know, because right now, I'm I really enjoy the CW shows with this big event. Just imagine once once again I say this. Just imagine the DC. DC extended universe could be like this, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I mean, it, they're doing such a good job, especially with these events. And I think it's, you know, we'd be, we're. I think it's important also to point out that like Black Lightning has been brought into the fold, right? Um, he also has now shown up in this crossover event, so they're utilizing everyone that they have access to. And making this event so big that you know it, you really start to feel the the scale of it, and they're doing like such a very good, clean job of doing each of these episodes and making it really feel comic booky. They're not, it, they're not shying away from this being like a you know a comic book thing. You know, I think a lot of times we watch things that are like too afraid to go too comic booky, but. This crisis on Infinite event is just exactly what I would want from a CW crossover event. I I totally agree with you, man. I really do. I mean, we got to wait in January fourteenth for episode four and five, and it's uh, for next year. <laughs> yeah, it's not too, not too far. It's like two weeks, three weeks. Yeah, don't even remind me, dude. Yeah, <laughs> year's almost over. Ah, oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah, I got to be on vacation stars to the, this week. 
this week, man. But yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm really enjoying the shows. Um, and uh, like I said, if the DC Extended Universe could take some notes on how to do it the proper way of connecting your universe, mm-hmm. they need to take notes on the CW, man. That's just my opinion, you know? Right. So. I always wonder, like, what... Like, imagine what Crisis on Infinite Earths would look like with the budget, you know, of these blockbuster movies, right? Um, I mean, it's just incredible what they can do on the small screen versus the large screen. Though I will say, you know, to their credit, or uh, or I guess uh, more so like what they kind of have that the movies don't have going for them is it's five episodes. So we're getting a five-hour event here, so they're able to kind of do a lot more and introduce a lot more characters. That's true. That's true. You're right about that. Right it about almost that. makes you wonder if some of the, the, the you know, like Endgame worked because we had, there was 21 movies before Endgame, Yo, right? Yeah. Um, so there was time to, like, let all that stuff happen and breathe and whatnot. I think this crisis on infinite earth's work because there's, you know, five CW shows that are all in their third, fourth, fifth, sixth seasons. Right. Um, and we got five hours to do this one story. So I think it kind of really speaks to like, you know, these comic events that we all want to have, there is, there is a, uh, a certain amount of patience, I guess, needed. And then once you have it all, it's totally worth the wait. Really I, think is. That is, I think that's a big difference between the, 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 the CW shows versus, like, you know, the, the DC movies. There's not as much – there's not as many of them to do these big events kind of like, with, you know, like Justice League or whatever. Like, it doesn't – the scale's not necessarily there like we have for the CW shows and the, you know, like the MCU. Uh, I totally agree agree with you on that, man. Um, so you know what, Dave? I like, I really appreciate you talking about Crisis on Infinite Earths. This is only mm-hmm. part one because I want you back on it for part two. Yeah, we can talk about the whole thing. Yeah, part two is gonna be the whole thing, the a whole five parter. Um, event, you know, so um, so I'm ready for it. I know you're ready for it, dude. <laughs> so ready, <laughs> I, know I you're can't ready wait. <laughs> <laughs> so, what you got down on the pipeline so far, man? I know you with your Forge with Forge uh, webcomic, yeah. So, Forge, uh, the webcomic itself is done, but I am currently working on putting it together as a physical trade, um, with some extras that I haven't posted online. Um, and uh, that's pretty much what I'm focusing on right now is getting forged out the door and making it a, a graphic novel and we'll see what I do next. Yeah, will you be able to um, post it? I mean, put it on Amazon and stuff like that as far as sale? Uh, I mean, I can't. I can. I don't know how I will go about doing that. I've done it before. Uh, I'm not really 100% sure where I'm going to sell the graphic novels right now. I, I'm pretty much thinking conventions and on like uh, uh, starting up a store on my website. Uh, I'm pretty much going to start there. Maybe I'll look into to throwing it on Comixology. Uh, speaking but, of your website, tell the people what your website name is. 
Yeah, so my webcomic can get at forgedcomic.com, F-O-R-G-E-D comic.com, or you can find just about me and my other stuff that I work on on davidpinkney.com. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds pretty good there, dude. Yep, yep. <laughs> so that's it for you, Um, The Forge, the comic book, hard covers coming out pretty soon, you said. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Anything else? That's it? No. That's it? That's all I can talk about. I, can... <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so how can people? Um, we're gonna wrap it up, man. Because um, right now, man, this this cold kicking my ass. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> it's kicking my ass, dude. <laughs> Shit. Um, how can people check check you out on social media? Cause I know you don't do too much social media. Only one thing you do. I mean, you can find me on Twitter, uh, Helix and Meteors. Um, I don't really post that much, <laughs> but if I do, it's usually about forged. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right about that. And no politics either. <laughs> uh, unless you want to see me on a soapbox, then no. <laughs> no, sir. No, sir. No, no, no. Uh-uh. No. Well, yeah, guys, you can check me out at justbeingamers.com on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Peace. Just be in the